You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Jim and Trent, we say hello to you here on a glorious Tuesday in the capital city. And we've got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, coming up at 420, Cyclone fans, get ready. Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert, will be our guest. Everything on the clones coming up at about 420-ish. At 440, Ben Kerchival will join us, CBS Sports, and we'll do some college football with Ben. 5 o'clock, Scott Miller, Bleacher Report on Major League Baseball. And right after that, at about 520, Bobby Legess, Land of Ten for the Hawkeyes will join us as well. Trent, it's a beautiful day, pal. It is a great day out there, and, well, not a great day at the top for Iowa State assistant coach Jim Hoffer after yesterday. He tweeted out uh, about a potential recruit. Yep. Underwhelmed. Now, Jim, daily I'm underwhelmed by you, but but I don't tweet it out every day, and I'm certainly not talking about a 17-year-old kid. <laughs> Jim Hoffer has gone radio silent, uh, have not, has not tweeted since then. A bad look, and as you know, Jimmy B, Cyhawk Twitter exploded on this oh, one. Yeah. It's May. We're not going to see that football game until September, but the back and forth began. Oh, unbelievable. A- absolutely unbelievable. And, and it, I, I don't get it sometimes where people will tweet in anger, in stupidity, in being just incomprehensible, ridiculous about a particular subject. And then you have this from a coach. I, ye, uh, how, how does this happen, Trent? I mean, was it, was it too many tequilas? <laughs> was it, was, was, was it, uh, uh, a situation where, you know, God, I'm just bored out of my mind. I'm just going to say something and be an ignoramus. I don't know. I I can't explain this one. Can you? Well, I I think the actual what happened here was pretty simple. I I believe that Jim Hoffer was trying to send a direct message to a response, maybe somebody with rivals, somebody like that, and just hit the wrong button on Twitter. And instead of hitting the the DM, the direct message button, he hit reply Mm -hmm. all. So he replied Uh. to not only the guy that tweeted out the first link, uh, who writes for a Wisconsin website, a high school-based website, where Jake Karczynski is from, Karczynski, excuse me, where he is from, who had the offer, and uh, tweeted out he was, quote, blessed to receive my 14th offer from the University of Iowa. The response from Hoffer, well, that's okay. I've seen him competitively and was underwhelmed, as you know. Underwhelmed, yes. Yeah, not a yeah. good look for the Iowa State football staff and uh, a staff that is very adept at social media, a swing and a miss here for Hoffer. How how big of a how how bad of a look is this for Iowa State? I mean, there's going to have to be some damage control that you do. A kid from Wisconsin, a place that they have recruited yeah. successfully under Matt Campbell. How much damage control do you believe they're going to have to do here? I think that they're going to have to make some sort of an apology to the kid. I don't know what else they can do. Um, if if I would I would probably make make the apology to the kid privately and then let it die and see if it will die a a quick death 
And if that's the case, it'll be forgotten uh, within a week. Now, I'm sure that later on where you have schools recruiting the same kid, that that probably would get used. But they're going to have to live with it, Trent. I don't think there's any way to fix it. And to be honest with you, I would not go on social media and attempt to fix it. I think it would only get worse. Yeah, that that's a good call. This that's not the place for it. Maybe an apology to him, and you know, uh, something like that on Twitter. I I could understand that, but something has to be done. And the other part here is, as a unsigned student athlete, you're not able to publicly comment on student athletes, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what he did. Now, this is a minor violation. This is a this is not even a speeding ticket. This is a parking t- ticket yes. as it pertains to a violation, but it's something that you have to self-report. So this is something that every year that comes out and every school has reported self-violations. And there are little things like this, uh, a tweet that went out, something that was supposed to be a direct message that went out publicly, whatever. It is. There's all these minor infractions that happen, but it's still... It puts a little bit of egg on your face when you're out there and touting your your social media prowess when a mistake like this is made. And mm-hmm. the other thing, you got to feel bad for the kid. So Jake Karjinski is this is his first major conference offer that he's received, his first Power Five offer. And for the right. first time for a high school athlete, when you get an offer like that, you're excited for it. But there's not talk about Karjinski certainly here. There's not talk about what kind of player he is where Iowa is in terms of his recruiting, all these different things as home state Wisconsin going to be involved now. That's not the conversation. The conversation is how Iowa State, well, the coaching staff basically think he stinks. <laughs> but, then, but then the coaching staff went and watched him. They were just underwhelmed. Yes. That's all. So, look, uh, it's, it's a major faux pas. There's nothing you can do about it because if you say anything it's just going to drag on so you've opened your yap you've made a mistake now just shut your yap and hopefully it'll go away so that's the only way that i would deal with this track i'm I'm serious they don't they don't want to say anything more about the kid nothing you just hope that eventually it goes away people are distracted by the nba playoffs the nhl playoffs by the cubs by the twins something the yankees red sox series something that will all of a sudden become a hot trump pulling out of the iran deal there you go maybe that'll do it i don't know anything to just kind of take that off of 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 the of the major twitter action that that fans would get into and look i I, I get the, the blowback, and I, I saw it, and I just started shaking my head. You just can't do that. And it just it, it frustrates me, and I know because you have to work with me sometimes because I ask you for help constantly mm-hmm. on, on trying to do stuff. And, and I'm not ashamed that I have to ask. I do. So because I don't want to make that mistake. I don't, I don't want to, you know tweet something and and or or send a message like i'm sending it to you and then have it go all over the great uh, space and beyond so that's why i always check with you first am i doing this right <laughs> right because you're the freaking genius well i i wouldn't and, go that and i'm far. just i'm just a lovable loser 
So from that aspect, I mean, I, I just can't believe. I, I get it. He was fumble fingers is what he was. Sure. But but still, you know, if, if you saw that, couldn't he delete it right away? He did, and that's what happened right away. He deleted it right away, but it was screenshotted uh, by yes. by Travis Wilson, who uh, works again uh, with that Wisconsin outfit. So that that's where that came from. Uh, Travis oh, Wilson with Wisconsin Sportsnet. Uh, he is the one that that found it and had the screenshot that led to all of this. You know, Jimmy B, you mentioned you know something dying off, and if this had happened during football season, I mean, this is a blip that I don't even think we touch on, but. It's May 8th, and at this time, yeah. we're searching yep. for any local nugget that we can find. We're, we're searching for anything as it pertains yep. to the local level because, yeah, we're going to talk NBA, and we're going to talk Major League Baseball, and we're going to talk, you know, everything happening on a national scale, but, but people can get that anywhere. What, what we're here for is to really drive the local scene, and if there's a small story, and this one mm-hmm. admittedly is a small story, we're going to talk is. about it because this is the time of year that that small content Whatever it is, you got to dig out. You got to find everything that's going on. A blip normally in May becomes a much bigger deal. And that's where we are here today, Jimmy B. Well, another uh, story with the local angle to it, more though of a national scale. So uh, earlier today, my Minnesota Twins polished off the Cardinals two in a row (laughs) over the Cards. I knew you were going to bring that up, yeah. But last night, Kurt Warner threw the opening pitch before game one of that series. Yes. Out there chugging around. But it's not the opening pitch that uh, led to the talking today. Kurt Warner, during the broadcast on Fox Sports Midwest last night, said that he was thinking about coming back. Coming back, no, not coming back and, I don't know, coaching in the NFL or or going and helping his son over at Nebraska. No, it wasn't that. He was thinking about coming back and playing in the NFL. What's going on here, Jim? Well, I can tell you what's going on because it happens to every athlete. If if you're an athlete at that level, your, your body starts to feel good again. Your mind feels refreshed again after a few years because you're not getting beat up and and, and having to sit in the ice bath at, right after games to try to heal as best you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And your mind is telling you, man, I can run that playbook that the Arizona Cardinals are running right now. I can do that with my eyes closed. I can still throw the football 50 or 60 yards on a line, and I'm sure Warner can. So he's thinking, God, maybe I could like start to put myself in a little better shape here. Maybe I'll go out and play because they don't have a quarterback. You got to remember this, this was going on before they made the deal for Sam Bradford and then the draft. So Carson Palmer had retired. Uh, the other guys are terrible. So Stanton was awful. So I look, this is. I, I just think that it was a case in point where he was feeling good. He might have been out with some boys on the field, running some patterns, throwing the ball, and you know how that goes. <laughs> Man, Kurt, you can still sling it. Sure. Yeah, I guess I guess I can, can't I? Here, throw me throw me this the, the this out pattern. All right, throw me the deep ball. Let's let's see if go for forty five yards, put it on the spot. Boom, he drops it in the basket. Your, your, your mind starts to play games with you. My mind plays games with me when I wake up in the morning. Damn, I woke up. This is a great day for me. Warner's doing the same thing. He woke up, 
had some fun with some guys, and realized, I can still throw. Well, he probably can, Trent. The rest of the game, however, will be nowhere to be found, but the arm is still strong. Yeah, he can still chuck it up there, but it's a little bit different with guys uh, falling at your feet and coming at you at 280 pounds. It's different than just sitting around in your shorts and chucking the football around. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you you miss that competitive drive and whatever you do. And and Warner heavily involved now in a myriad of different things. He, He does a lot in terms of giving back to the community. Does so many things on that avenue. He's in and on the NFL Network. He, you know, does uh, Monday Night Football on Westwood One. He he's in a lot mm-hmm. of different things, but nothing can reclamate, what, reclaim what you had with eighty thousand right. people screaming your name as you're coming out of the yep. field and and trying to drive your team down in two minutes and whatever you try to do. And you see this so many times. Guys try to recapture it, and you just can't. I, it's. It's silly. Look, he's not coming back. He's he's no. six years removed. He's got his gold jacket from the NFL Hall of Fame. He's not coming back. But I just I got a chuckle out of that one when I saw him come across last night, Kurt Warner. And yeah. There is no way. There's no way a guy on his way to 47 coming up next month is coming back to the NFL after six years away. I always tell people, because I, I used to get asked this question a lot, traveling the country and doing games, and I would tell them, The first best thing is playing the game. The second best thing is coaching the game. The third best thing is broadcasting the game. Because even if you're in the booth broadcasting, you still feel like you're in it to win it. And even though you're not getting beat up and or making a basket or hitting a baseball 400 feet for a home run, you're still in the park. You're in the arena. You are caught up in the emotion. You're around the players. So that adrenaline rush that you get takes place on every game that you broadcast. For me, Trent, that's probably the only reason I've stayed in the business as long as I have. Because, I, A, I love what I do. B, that adrenaline rush, I think, kicks in and it carries you as well in life. And you still feel like you're connected. And when you talk about all the things that he's involved in right now, I was a little disappointed he didn't get the the Monday night gig. But I understand on TV. But I understand, mm-hmm. you know, Jason Witten. I get that. Okay, fine. But he does the Monday night games, as you just referenced. He just does them on radio, and he's good at it. Yeah. So I th- so for me, I'm I'm still good with that. And I, I just think that, like I, like I explained, he's out there throwing the ball around. And some of the boys, you know, you know how that goes. You're out with your friends. Let's say you bang in three or four three-pointers in a row. They're going, damn, son, you should be playing these pickup games over at the park. <laughs> and you're going, uh, no, I no. can't do that. No, no, no not I'll, anymore. I'll play no. with my buddies, but that's about it. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I no you. But but in your mind, the the mind is so much healthier than the body. It really is. With that, we're taking a break. Coming back on the other side, we got Alex Halstead stopping by. We're talking some cyclones with him. We'll get his thoughts on the tweet yesterday from uh, Iowa State assistant coach Jim Hoffer. And uh, what is next on that seed? We'll also get into little recruiting talk and a whole lot more. Alex Halstead joining us from CycloneAlert.com. Coming up on Thursday, we're giving away tickets at New Leaf Wellness. That's right, tickets, Iowa Cub tickets and Chicago Cub tickets, Jimmy B. 
That's right. A pair of tickets to the Phillies and Cubs coming up in June. We're giving it away. All you have to do, stop out to New Leaf Wellness, 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. Thursday we'll be broadcasting live. We're giving away Cubs tickets on Thursday. Stop on out and say hello at New Leaf Wellness. We're coming back on the other side. It's Jimmy B and TC. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again. You've heard me talking about New Leaf Wellness. Maybe you thought about checking it out. Now's the time. Coming up on Thursday, New Leaf Wellness is having an open house. Thursday, May 10th from 9 until 5. This is your chance to learn what New Leaf Wellness can do for you, including their hormone therapy and their weight loss program. You'll also be able to enjoy some healthy snacks and win Cubs tickets. That's right. Tickets to the iCubs and the Chicago Cubs were given away Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. And during the open house, take advantage of specials including 25% off hormone and weight loss evaluations, 25% off the first month of take-home injections, and a whole lot more. Stop by the open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 to 5 at New Leaf Wellness, 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll be there live at 4 o'clock for Jimmy B and TC. Stop on out, win Cubs tickets, Chicago Cubs and Iowa Cubs. We'll see you Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. Sponsored by Shell. Get the feeling of being rewarded with gold status at Shell with the Fuel Rewards Program. Download the Fuel Rewards app, join, and start saving five cents a gallon today. Golf Headquarters 2900 University Avenue Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines is back. 10,000 square feet packed with all the great golf brands. Fajoy, TaylorMade, Titleist, Ping, Callaway, Cobra, and more. Golf Headquarters five-star Google review says it all. Golf Headquarters certified club fitters use launch monitors to determine what golf club and shaft works best for your swing. Golf Headquarters has the largest selection of golf shoe sizes ranging from 7 to 15. All the new men's and ladies' apparel from FootJoy, Nike, Adidas, and Puma. Golf Headquarters Clock Tower Square Anniversary Sale. Titleist Pro V1 Reloads now $19.99 a dozen. FootJoy Superlights Golf Shoe $59.99 on closeout. And TaylorMade Arrow Burner Driver for $169.99. Golf Headquarters 2900 University Clock Tower Square. 10,000 square feet of all the great brands of golf clothing. Stop by Golf Headquarters today or go to GolfHQDM.com for your custom fitting. Golf Headquarters. We alarm our houses and we alarm our cars. But when it comes to your personal information, it can be tough to know when something isn't right. That's where Discover Card can help. Now, we'll send you an alert if we find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. And this service is free for card members. Just sign up online. It's our way of looking out for you, not just your account. Learn more at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. In 2017, the ARL impacted thousands of lives, not just pets, but people too. 6,940 pets found new homes. 199 animals were rescued from abuse and neglect situations. 4,227 owned pets received direct assistance through community outreach programs. And 5,456 ARL animals were spayed and neutered. None of this would be possible without your support. And we look forward to helping even more people and pets in 2018. To view the full 2017 impact report, visit arl-iowa.org slash impact report. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Jim and Trent, we continue to roll till 6 o'clock right here on the Big Talker 1700. Alex Halstead always joins us on a Tuesday, and this is Tuesday, so he's here. 24-7 Cyclone Alert, and boy, oh boy, Alex, Welcome to the show as always. Let's start first with the Cyclones' new hero, Jim Hoffer, and his little response about a certain football player. How do you respond, and how is it going right now with what you have heard? Yeah, well, I I actually hadn't seen it until late in the day yesterday. I don't even know when it necessarily happened, but it must have been up long enough for, I guess, somebody to, to screenshot it, but... I guess my my thought to it when I first saw it was just obviously it was a, a mistake of a, trying to send a private message. I I don't think he was actually out there trying to thinking he was tweeting at a recruit. I think I mean my guess of what happened is somebody he got an offer from Iowa, which was his first Power Five. The other offers to this date for the kid from uh, this recruit from Wisconsin are max schools, you know, smaller schools. And so I'm assuming somebody sent him the offer and said, hey, you know, he's got this Power 5 school from Iowa. And he, you know, replied. And, you know, for, I guess, people listening, he said something about he was underwhelmed when he saw the person in, in person in a, on a competitive field, which I assume was a game when he evaluated him last year. And so that's 
that's actually probably not that atypical for that stuff to happen between coaches. You know, there's obviously an evaluation period where coaches are discussing players, and those are the types of comments that are made, obviously, in meeting rooms across all 65 Power 5 schools and group of five schools. That's how you get to the point where you're going to offer a kid or you're not. You either like them or you don't. The problem is, instead of replying to this private message, he replied on to an actual tweet publicly. And so, um, pretty unfortunate for him, and uh, it would be interesting to see how it plays out. I don't think Iowa State was going to offer the kids. It was going to affect the recruitment, but just not a good look just to have it come out publicly. You know, and there's a possibility maybe some damage control that has to be done for, you know, not just that high school that, that Jake Karczynski comes from, but also, you know, Wisconsin recruits and kids from that area, and, and you got to go down that road and you got to kind of mend some fences there. It's unfortunate when those types of things happen. But, but Alex, you, you deal with recruiting a whole lot over at CycloneAlert.com, and, and you know how tight-neck community can be and, and areas of, of different states can be, you say something bad about a kid, it, it can paint a program in a negative light. I'm sure there's stuff that now Iowa State's going to have to do up there in Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm sure Campbell's, you know, the one thing is, you know, Hoffer's still obviously on the staff. He's not a coach out recruiting, but you know, he's still obviously connected to your program in that way. But they have recruited, oh, uh, I'm sorry, Wisconsin and gotten players out of there in recent years. Will McDonald last year was a really good defensive end that they did get out of there. And so it's not a place they recruit really heavily, um, but they do try to go there. And, you know, there's probably a couple kids every year that are going after early, and a lot of those kids do end up in state, staying at Wisconsin, but it is an area they want to recruit. And so, yeah, something you probably, Matt Campbell probably has to kind of work on it and whatnot. But, you know, it's just, you. I think for some of these maybe coaches who aren't as adept with technology, this stuff can happen. You sometimes see reporters or, um, you know, coaches will tweet out, message me, or, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. that they, they send out as accidental tweets. But I think in this day and age, especially something like that, you got to make sure you're sending a message to someone and not replying to a tweet. And I'm sure that's probably a lesson not just for him, but probably for coaches all, all across the country to, you know, before they send, make sure they're sending it to the right person and make sure they're, you know, sending a message and not a tweet. Uh, I'm with you on that. Look, I always refer to them as fumble fingers uh, because they've hit the wrong button. But wouldn't you, I mean, wouldn't you be even more cautious? Uh, I, I mean, look, I, I double-check most stuff unless I'm at the refreshment stand and I'm pretty well hammered. That's different. But Trent knows that well. But it's it's one of those things that God, if I was a coach, I wouldn't say anything like that. Uh, you know, in, insinuation, and and, and as a particularly do it where there was a possibility where it could get out to, to the to the open public. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that too. Is you know, like I said, those conversations happen. You know, there'll be a, a you know ten the ten assistants and the head coach at any school will sit around and they'll watch film and they'll say, yeah, you know, they're underwhelmed yeah. about a guy or they like this guy. And that's why they offer a kid, but they do that in a private setting, and, but that happens, you know, they, they'll talk positively and negatively about prospects as they go through hundreds of players through the spring and summer, but it just doesn't happen on, on Twitter. And, you know, even if you're going to do it, maybe do it through text message where it's not easily to put it in front of thousands of people. But, you know, cause I use Twitter direct messages a lot in recruiting for my job as well. That's how a lot of recruits get a hold of you or you initially get a hold of them, you know, at least the first point of contact. And, 
you're not saying anything bad to the recruits or anything, but even then, I'm just making sure I'm messaging, you know, the recruit and not sending out a tweet or or things like that. And I think in this day and age, you just have to be extra careful with that. Well, uh, Alex, let's get into that recruiting a little bit as uh, we're going to get to summer camps coming up and and more and more offers out there. First, uh, a look at this football class. And in terms of numbers, where is Iowa State going to be this year? What is uh, maybe a position group or two that they're really looking to target out throughout this summer? Where do you think the uh, Cyclones are zeroing in? And what kind of numbers overall? Yeah, it's it's a different class. And and so they could end up with one of their best classes in school history just in terms of rating average, and they're kind of on pace for that right now with seven commits. But in terms of recruiting rankings, you might not see them really spike up this year because it's looking like they might only take 18 kids or so, which is a pretty small class when, you know, the average class, the allowed class by the NCAA is 25. That's mm-hmm. obviously seven under. And so taking seven fewer kids, you know, maybe keeps them lower in the rankings. You know, maybe they're not going to shoot to the 30s or the 40s, but they're on pace, you know, right now to just with some of the early foundational pieces to have a pretty good class if they keep adding the pieces they need to. And so it is a smaller class. Like I said, I think it's probably going to end up around 18. They graduate 15. You always have a little bit of attrition. And so just my guess, you know, is right now they're probably shooting from 18 to 20 if there's more attrition. But I think the attrition has really slowed down um, now. There's only 17 players left right now on the roster that were Paul Roges, and, and a lot of those guys are graduating next year. So um, positions of focus, though, I think, you know, we always – there's always positions where there's more numbers. You know, they're going to take several receivers, but they've already got two committed. I think one position of focus, though, is going to be running back, and they haven't taken a running back in the actual recruiting class the last two years now um, because of Montgomery, because of Canadian Wongru. Now, they did take Johnny Lang uh, now a class ago, but he wasn't on the February signing day class. He came, they ended up getting him in the summer and all that. So this year they're really going to focus on it, especially because I think they do think there's a true shot that, David Montgomery at least is going to have a realistic option to go to the NFL. And if he did go to the NFL early, you'd want to want to, and you'd be able to sell him a little bit of a higher-end running back. You know, you could say, hey, we just put a guy in the NFL in three years at running back, not to mention Kareem Hunt. So you can sell that, but you can also sell playing time because you're losing your, your workhorse. And so running back's going to be big, and I think there's a chance that if Montgomery goes pro, they could add two running backs in this class. Interesting. All right. Take me to this. Have you had any conversation? Because I saw something, an article on Alan Lazard today, how he was uh, starting to feel pretty comfortable in Jacksonville. Have you uh, talked to him? Have you had any uh, sources indicate how confident he is about making the Jaguars? I haven't been able to talk to him, but you know, from from talking to a few people, it did sound like he felt like he was a good spot in a good spot, you know, going there, and that, that's why he chose them, you know. Lazard, when that when the draft was over, had I think had other options too, and, and so he looked at that situation. I think first of all, you know, the numbers game there, and what kind of different type of receivers they had. In addition to their tight ends, you know, they don't have a ton of tight ends, and if they want to use him in that type of role, and then I think the second part is he looked at what they were bringing in, and they weren't really bringing in receivers, and so um, you know, it's going to be interesting. I think once the stick camp stuff starts getting underway, what the reports start coming from there, because. You know, if he impresses early, I think that, that gives him a little foothold going into the summer. Um, there's still free agents out there and that sort of thing, but you know, their roster, I think, seems mostly set, and so now it's a matter of he's part of, I think they didn't go up to 90, so he's part of 89 guys. Can he ultimately make that 56? And that's a lot of cuts to come, but you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see what the initial reports are if, if he impresses early. 
that obviously gives him a little bit of an edge. And then there are some practice squad guys that maybe he can linger there if he didn't make that 56. Alex, uh, over to a little bit of basketball before we let you run, and uh, a couple of incoming freshmen have some busy summers in front of them, and when we get to uh, next month and we do our Capital City League draft, as we do with you each and every year, <laughs> Taylor Horton Tucker and George Condit, they're going to be uh, playing in a couple of different camps, Horton Tucker with the under-18 USA team and the Puerto Rican team for Condit, so you would guess that would maybe lead to them not seeing as much action this year coming up in the Capital City League. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. You know, uh, first of all, you know, Horton Tucker goes to the USA basketball camp. I think May 31st through like June 2nd, he's guaranteed to be there those three days. And he's one of 32 players going to that camp. And on June 2nd, they'll announce the finalists, you know, the actual team from those 32 players. And that team then will practice from June like 3rd to 8th, and then they'll go right to FIBA. Uh, world championships, the under-18 people world championships. And so we'll know then, I guess, you know, if Horton Tucker makes that team, probably won't see him in Cap City League, really. If he doesn't make that team, he should probably be headed to Ames shortly after. But a little bit of a different situation for Condit. He's not going to work out or anything. He's already part of that team. Um, they've already whittled that down, and George Condit will be playing for Puerto Rico. So whether we see him might depend on how far Puerto Rico, you know, makes it in that, which I think starts mid-June. So big, big for both of those players, though, I think, uh, most players are going to are supposed to arrive around June 2nd, so it's around that time where players start to arrive at Iowa State. But if you're going to have them playing somewhere, you'd like to you'd like to have them play at that high level in terms of you know just look at the list of the guys that Horton Tucker is going to go against in USA. You know, another guy from Iowa um, or with an Iowa and Iowa State connection, DJ Carton, mm-hmm. um, obviously a year younger, but he's invited to that. You know, that that type of player are going to be at that, and so. You're going to go against a much much higher level competition than that in the Cap City League. So if you're going to have them away from your program for a little bit, uh, it's not it's not bad to have them in that setting. So uh, quick right. a, quick aside here. All right, Alex, do you have your big board ready for our draft? <laughs> not yet. I'm going to have to start working on that though. It's, it's going to be interesting. I've heard some rumblings that they might go to one day a week. Ah. So I'm interested to see once they start putting the schedule out if it's just going to be say Sundays or if they'll kind of stick to the to the Friday, Sunday, or what they do this year. But I think they want to try to get it more to the point where last year seems a little bit watered down in the sense of some days you would go and there's barely anyone there to yeah, watch. Or yeah. I think if right. they get it more yeah. focused, maybe at least when you go, you know you're going to see everybody. And uh, maybe that brings bigger crowds if they can only see them once a week. But it'll be interesting. They might end up still doing multiple days. But I think it's still going to exist, which is the biggest thing for State fans. Always good, pal, when we have you on the show. Great information as always. Thank you. Have a great week, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Talk to you guys later. There you go. Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. Trent, he always brings it. He's always got little tidbits and nuggets uh, for us on the show. Good stuff. And uh, you were uh, talking about Alan Lazard. I also had that in my notes. I read a couple of articles from down in Jacksonville and. He's got a great chance here, Jimmy B. He, he picked, does. He picked yep. the right spot, and as an undrafted yep. free agent, that's the thing that you certainly have to do. With that, we're coming back on the other side. We're talking more football, college football. Ben Kirchival with CBSSports.com. He had an article last week talking about ranking college coaches in tiers. Where did he have Kirk Ferentz? How about Matt Campbell? We'll get into that. Pick the brain a little bit of Ben Kirchival. He joins us next year on Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 
Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Sponsored by Shell. Get the feeling of being rewarded with gold status at Shell with the Fuel Rewards Program. Download the Fuel Rewards app, join, and start saving five cents a gallon today. It's time for some straight talk. Some wireless companies offer free phone deals. Sounds pretty sweet until you find yourself locked into a pricey long-term contract. Not so free after all. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can own the latest smartphones for a low monthly payment, and there's no contract. Cancel anytime, no penalties. Check out our wide selection of the latest smartphones at Walmart. Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. This is a lease-to-own transaction. Customer will not own the device until all payments are made. Please see terms and conditions of service at straighttalk.com. What's the best-selling small tractor in America? Kubota's BX Series Subcompacts. No other subcompact tractors on the market have so much versatility designed to fit in your garage. And if you're looking to mow right now, a 54-inch mower deck is included. Get a BX1880 for as low as $99 a month with 0% APR financing for 84 months. Now through June 30th, 2018. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. Your local dealers are Capital City Kubota in Des Moines and Sundown Equipment located just south of Des Moines in Bevington. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-943-7544. 800-943-7544. 800-943-7544. Optima Tax Relief. The United States Track and Field Outdoor Championships are returning to Des Moines June 21st through the 24th. Over 1,000 of the best track and field athletes from across the country will compete at the historic Blue Oval at Drake Stadium. Get in on the action. Purchase tickets at draketicks.com slash USATF and find volunteer opportunities at catchdesmoines.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back, everybody. We continue all the way till 6 o'clock. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, Scott Miller, Bleacher Report on Major League Baseball, will be our guest. Bobby Legest from the Land of Ten on the uh, Hawkeyes also coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Right now we say hello, however, to Ben Kerchival, CBS Sports and College Football. Ben, it's a good day. How are you, man? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Uh, we're doing sensational as well. Uh, before we started uh, getting to your particular segment, Trent referenced a article that you had on ranking coaches. Before we get into that, how did you decide that this would be a a good idea, and how did you end up presenting it? How did you decide that this would be a good idea? Is I've seen that in my email inbox about ten times. Um, <laughs> That's been the overriding thing. I'm sorry, that just that made me laugh. Um, so the you know the the irony in all of this is today and then tomorrow as well, we're publishing on CBSSports.com our rankings for coaches in the Power Five. So one to sixty-five, we did sixty-five through twenty-six today. We'll have our top twenty-five tomorrow. Each of us individually just ranked our our guys one to sixty-five. I hate that. I hate doing that because even within the power five, a lot of times you're talking when you're talking about which coach is better, which coach is quantifiably better. You're usually talking about two guys who are doing two completely different things. What Matt Campbell is doing at Iowa state is way different than what Tom Herman's trying to do at Texas or what Dabo Swinney's trying to do at Clemson or what Clay Helton's trying to do at USC. So to me, it was about taking you know that concept and then expanding on it. So then, just to break it down from even more from like blue blood to non blue bloods, power five to non power five, I, I tried to break it down into okay, what are guys doing relative to coaches that are like them? You know, are they are they going toward the playoff and a national championship at a blue blood school? Are they just trying to you know win your conference championship? Maybe you get into the playoff every couple of years. Are you trying to get into a, a, uh, a big-time bowl as a group of five team? Are you trying to rebuild a program from the studs up? So to me, you could just break this down in a lot of different ways. And so then that's where I came up with the concept. And I would much rather debate the merits of coaches within certain tiers or have a debate about whether a coach belongs in one tier or another rather than just say, this guy is 10th best and this guy is 11th best for reasons that are pretty arbitrary from person to person. Well, uh, here locally, I thought it was very interesting. Your top tier, uh, you had, no surprise, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, Dabo Sweeney. The other 
in that top tier. Uh, in your third tier, though, proven winners. You called it the Barry Alvarez tier, very aptly named. And right there you see Kirk Ferentz right in the middle of your list uh, behind Gary Patterson, Chris Peterson, David Shaw, few others on there ahead of Dan Mullen, Bobby Petrino, Jim Harbaugh, Brian Kelly, and, and the like. Kirk Ferentz, uh, when you were come together and you got to Kirk, how di- was it difficult to find a tier for him? Was it, was it pretty easy? Where did you sit with the Hawkeye coach? Well, it was easy to find a tier for him. Once you start getting into the placement of it, I, I think that's where it gets difficult because on one hand, the way I rank it is everything is a snapshot of, of the moment. It's just, you know, what last year was obviously taken into consideration last couple of years, but then you also don't want to ignore the totality of a career. And obviously, Ferentz, being, I think, if not the longest-tenured uh, active coach, he's, he's certainly up there. But the, just the overall success that he's been able to have, uh, the one thing that he continues to do is you know, he'll churn out some NFL products. He'll uh, have his team really ready to go at home against uh, top-flight competition. I mean, the, obviously, the, the Ohio State game last year, mm-hmm. having Penn State on the ropes, I mean, he's very good in those aspects uh, of his career. And then, you know, he still has some some titles to his name as well within the Big Ten. So with him, I kind of took a, a total career approach. I still think he's, he's one of the better ones in the game. So it, it's really hard to replace it because at the end of the day, someone's got to be eighth, meaning someone's got to be ninth, someone's got to be tenth. <laughs> right. And you're just, trying to, you're just trying to do the best that you can to, to place those guys as accurately as possible. I just think with, with Kirk Ferentz, he's done enough over the course of his career that he still merits you know, if you were to break it all apart, he still merits top 25 consideration, absolutely. Okay, so Iowa State's Matt Campbell uh, had success before he arrived at Iowa State. First year, not so good. Second year, bowl win and a victory on the road over Oklahoma. Where do you have Matt Campbell? If I if I can remember correctly, I I mean it's been about a week or so since I've done this. I think he's in the pro. I think he's in the coaches on the rise tier. Might be number two or number three. I think he's he's right in there. That's and, it. Uh, to That's me, it. It's, yeah. So to me, he's he's just a guy who I think his his best days are still ahead of him. And I'm obviously he took over Toledo and was able to keep that program going at a pretty high level. And then when he came to Iowa State. You know, you could have a conversation. Is he a guy who's in a, a rebuilding phase, or is he, you know, kind of that next big name in the coaching ranks? And, and he's probably a little bit of both. He's a little A, a little bit of B. But I think right now, just with the job that he's done at Iowa State, because, you know, even when Paul Rhodes was there, I always felt they were a little better maybe than their record indicated. I don't think this was just a, a complete wash of a program. They just needed the right guy come in here and, and get it done and you know, he had a veteran team last year and all the pieces really came together for him so I, I think as he continues to put his stamp on that program moving forward you know he had a lot of of interest from other programs last year I don't necessarily foresee that going away over the next two or three years so to me he's just a guy right now that maybe he stays at Iowa State for a long time maybe he leaves at a certain point but I think he's just one of those guys that his star is just continuing to, to grow brighter as he continues to develop this thing. 
Ben Kercheval has the article up. You can find it at cbssports.com. And uh, always a, a fun exercise in the offseason as these articles come out, and always enjoy that. Ben, before we let you run, do have a couple of news and notes items uh, I want to get into you, including the news from today earlier as Joey Burrow, the uh, quarterback from Ohio State, announces that he will be leaving the Buckeye program. And already it uh, seems like a lot of programs lining up at the door very highly recruited prospect coming out of high school. What are some of the programs you expect to be involved for Burrow? Well, this uh, CBS Sports mentioned last month that, that Nebraska could be a potential landing spot for him because he has family history there. He'd need to get a waiver for that because it would be an interconference transfer. So I'm not sure if that's really going to come to fruition. Scott Frost, I think, has some, some faith in some of the younger guys that he has on that roster. Florida has been mentioned. You know, remember, he was recruited by Tom Herman, um, who's now at, at Texas. When, he, when Tom Herman was at Ohio State, um, he was recruited by him. So could be a possible connection there. The thing about these grad transfer quarterbacks, because they'll have two years available um, and be able to play right away, is sometimes we get all these suitors to line up thinking, okay, I need to upgrade my quarterback position. Well, you know, the, the, the bottom line is he lost a quarterback competition to, to Dwayne Haskins. Right. So. I, I definitely think he'll have some suitors. I, I don't know that at least in year one at a particular program that he's going to come in and, and absolutely change a program. But sometimes all you need is, is a guy to come in and just you know, get the job done, move the offense, and then good, you know, take it from there. When, when you see a guy like this, though, and you see the type of schools that have expressed interest even though he did lose that competition, there must be plenty of scouts and coaches who believe that, well, he could help us. He might be better than what we have uh, either on the field presently or what we're recruiting. Is that fair? I would say that the thirst for quarterbacks in football knows no bounds. <laughs> okay. There is no okay. doubt. Everybody, yep. Yep, they, you want a quarterback, you want to upgrade it, it happens each and every yep. year, and we're going to see another one here. Hey, Ben, as always, good catching up with you. We'll do it again throughout the summer. Thanks, as always, for your time. All right, thanks, guys. Take care. Ben Kirchival, CBSSports.com, joining us. And, Jim, I uh, really enjoyed that article that Ben had, putting the coaches yeah. in, in different tiers and figuring out kind of who goes where. You know, at the, at the top, obviously, Nick Saban and Urban Meyer, to me, that's a clear-cut top two. I. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'd put Dabo Sweeney in that tier. He's he, close, though. He, he's, he's really close. close. He's got a national he title is. to his credit. He has yeah. that, but yeah, he has the Bear Bryant tier. First ballot Hall of Famer. He's still so early in his career, though. Maybe right, that's the right. part that I, that I struggle with is Nick Saban has six national championships. Urban Meyer has three, and they did it at two different schools. Sweeney, yes. uh, what if things go south? So recruiting takes a backslide. Couple of misevaluations, and yep. we've seen coaches ascend very quickly and then go back down. To me, the top tier is just two guys. I, I think it's Saban and Meyer at the top, and then you know after that is next tier blue blood champions: Jimbo Fisher, James Franklin, yep. Chip Kelly, Kirby Smart, and Lincoln Riley. That's another one. Lincoln Riley. See, he, he he's been the head coach one season. Right now. They got to the college football playoff, won the Big 12 in one year. Yeah. But to put Lincoln Riley in a tier above Gary Patterson, above David Shaw, Mark D'Antonio, 
uh, even Bill Snyder, who he has down even further than that, I, I really struggled with that one. I don't blame you one bit. Yes. Look, he's is is he a young coach on the rise? Yes. Yes, he is. He had an all-world quarterback, a guy who not only won the Heisman, but also was the number one pick in the NFL draft and played like that. And... I just, I just think, Trent, that that's way too early to put him on that on that next line. I'm with you on that. If you were raking coaches, would you have Kirk Ferentz as a top twenty coach in college football? Oh, I really got to go look and see. I think that he would be close. I, I, I know I'd have him in top thirty. Um. I, I would just I, – that's kind of caught me off guard. I'd have to look at all of the top coaches, you know, 1 through 20. But he would be – if he's not there, he's knocking at the door. How's that? Yeah, I, I think that's somewhere between 20 and 30. I think that's the right range. And yes. Is it on yeah. the high end? Is it on the low end? Yeah, well, that, that'll be a summer project. We'll work on Jimmy B. As we'll try to go through, okay. find, a, find a spot there for that one. We're taking a break. Coming back with the 5 o'clock hour. We kick it off talking baseball. Scott Miller from BleacherReport.com. He's up first here. Jimmy B at TC on 1700. It's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you. 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again. You've heard me talking about New Leaf Wellness. Maybe you thought about checking it out. Now's the time. Coming up on Thursday, New Leaf Wellness is having an open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 until 5. This is your chance to learn what New Leaf Wellness can do for you, including their hormone therapy and their weight loss program. You'll also be able to enjoy some healthy snacks and win Cubs tickets. That's right. Tickets to the iCubs and the Chicago Cubs were given away Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. And during the open house, take advantage of specials including 25% off hormone and weight loss evaluations, 25% off the first month of take-home injections, and a whole lot more. Stop by the open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 to 5 at New Leaf Wellness, 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll be there live at 4 o'clock for Jimmy B and TC. Stop on out, win Cubs tickets, Chicago Cubs and Iowa Cubs. We'll see you Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. So, what's your new favorite pizza place? It's Chicago Pizza in West Des Moines. Created by La Pizza House's former owner, Chicago Pizza brings Des Moines' most authentic Italian recipe to Des Moines' west side. What makes true Chicago pizza different, better, and worth trying? Well, everything is 100% homemade. So the crust tastes better, the sauce tastes better. So everything tastes better. Choose from thin or Chicago deep dish. Open for lunch and dinner. Chicago Pizza also serves steaks, burgers, pastas, heroes, and appetizers. With plenty of TVs and beer on tap, Chicago Pizza is the perfect spot to watch the big game. Or carry out and bring Chicago Pizza to your big game party. Chicago Pizza in West Des Moines at 2025 Grand Avenue. Chicago Pizza is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Chicago Pizza gift certificates for only 25 bucks. That's a sweet deal. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Summer is coming. Time to turn off the TV and turn on a clever little app called Audible. With Audible, you can listen to the stories you love while doing the things you love outside. You know, that place you're supposed to be in the summertime. For just $14.95 a month, you get a credit good for any audiobook. If you don't like it, exchange it anytime, or roll your credits over to the next month if you don't use them. So get up and get outside with Audible. Start a 30-day trial and your first audiobook is free at audible.com. Napa know-how. Hear that screeching sound from your car? It's your brakes yelling, change me. So head to any Napa Auto Care Center and we'll replace them for you. Or go to any Napa Auto Parts store and do it yourself. Either way, you'll get a $50 prepaid Visa card by mail on qualifying purchases over $250. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer expires 531.18. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. 